you fail when it is really over and you haven't lived into the potential that you are. And the only time it is really over is when you leave the physical earth. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned with Human Design, a podcast dedicated to helping you use your energy to attract the energy of money into your life and business. I'm Danielle, a retired registered nurse turned human design expert and mentor. I take time in this podcast to discuss, contemplate, and decode some of the mysteries around our unique energy and around the energy of money. Subscribe to never miss an opportunity to awaken to your true potential and expand your wealth consciousness in life and in business. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I have some exciting news. I am back on Instagram. So you can go over there now and find me and follow me at the Wealth Code Coach. Yes. So this came in perfect timing because I did decide to go ahead and rebrand the Wealthy and Aligned brand. And since, according to Instagram, I had violated their community guidelines and ultimately lost my entire account for over three months, I decided that if I were to get it up and running, that it would be just a fresh new start for me. So that's what I did. And honestly, it didn't really even phase me. I didn't really even care. I mean, I missed it a little because I think I was in such a habit of using it. But I knew and I still know that all of what happened with Instagram, regardless of if I agree with it or even know what they're talking about or not, I know it was in my benefit. All of this was for me in some way. And what it did was it proved to me even more that my fractal line finds me because I use my wealth codes, not an IG strategy or perfect hashtags. Like I don't even need Instagram, but my fractal line needs me And you guys hang out on Instagram. So come on over and find me at the Wealth Code Coach. I changed my name. I couldn't get my old name back. I'm just such a violator over there. So let's play on Instagram together. So I can totally create my feed again. And it really is like a fresh start for what my brain is exposed to. Um, And it is going to allow me to take my message and brand to a whole new level. I've even hired a social media and branding expert. So I'm just so excited to see what is in store for the Wealthy and Aligned brand this year. Okay, so this week, I wanted to address something that came up in our last Quantum Money Energy coaching call. This is the subject of risk. Okay, so risk, what is it? What's involved in it? Do we need to even deal with it? How do we handle it? So I'm talking today about taking risks, avoiding risks, and all the things associated with risk. And on the call, my client was referring to herself as risk avoidant, meaning she sees herself as a person 
who stays away from any risk on purpose in order to avoid any kind of downfall that may come from what she sees as risky behavior or you know risky decision making. And yet she also knows that being risk avoidant, as she called herself, isn't serving her because it's not getting her into the life that she really wants to live. So I know that if she was brave enough to reach out for coaching around how she felt about risk, then many more of my Fractaline are also looking at risk as an obstacle that you face as well. So in this podcast, I'm going to break down the energy of risk. I will go over all the reasons why taking well thought out calculated risks are absolutely necessary to your wealth creation and in your journey to trusting yourself in using your energy as the GPS for your life. I will also lay out what risk actually is how you can overcome your fear of taking risks in your business and teach you how to develop a plan and strategy around navigating risk for yourself that will actually allow you to develop a deep sense of self-trust around your purpose and the expression of yourself through your purpose. Because when you trust yourself around risk, you don't see it as an obstacle. You see it as a game. So you will learn the importance of looking at risk without judgment and how surrounding yourself with a like-minded risk-tolerant community actually dispels the fear away. So I hope this week to help you learn to evaluate risk as real or imagined and to guide you to a place where you allow yourself to start playing with risk as a means of expanding into who you are really meant to be. So navigating risk is a necessary part of getting where we want to go. Risk is uncomfortable because your nervous system is faced with something it hasn't yet overcome. And anytime we are doing something out of our norm, when we are stretching our limits of comfort and stability, We are going to have to face this discomfort of risk and learn how to navigate it. So first, let's define what risk is. Risk is to face a situation or a decision that involves facing some kind of exposure to danger. So this perceived threat of danger is really relative to each one of us. When I assess risk in my life, I look at what the perceived danger is and what the actual danger is. So for example, this is like the best example of like when I am really in my risk taking strategy, I, I always look, think of this time where we were in hiking in Zion last year and there's this trail called Angel's Landing and I think it's called Angel's Landing because there have been deaths on this trail. Like people literally think it's fun to climb up this rock (laughs) with like no sides on it and walk on the very tippy top of this rock on a very thin trail where 
I mean, people have literally missed a step and fallen to their death. So when we were all there planning our hikes, that was one of the hikes we were all considering. And I was like, no, I'm not even going to take that risk, you know? So was it real? Maybe. I mean, would we really have died if I gone on it and we all went on it? No, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But was it even something I wanted to entertain? Absolutely not. That was a hard, fast no. So is it a risk others are willing to take? Sure. I mean, other people have hiked Angel's Landing and come down and gotten the shirt. Like there are shirts in the gift store saying, I hiked Angel's Landing. So obviously it's a risk a lot of people are willing to take. And it's another risk where some of us like me are like, no, I am not willing to take that risk. And it's all relative. If it was a risk I was willing to play with, even after careful consideration, I would have most definitely armed myself with everything I needed before even stepping foot on that trail. So when risk is felt, it is really our soul telling us there is an opportunity for expansion. The truth of who you are is not with limits. The only thing that limits us is our physical body and the space we occupy in it. Everything else is a self-imposed limit. So let's take a look at risk. Each one of us has a different place in our body where the energy of risk resides. And it is, it's different for us all. What is risky to me may not be risky for you. And what I see as risky may be something you have conquered over and over. And to you, it may feel riskier to not take action or move towards the thing that to me feels like I just can't do it. The truth is we avoid risk because we don't know how to control our results on the other side of it. You think you can avoid risk if you can control the outcome of every single one of your decisions and every single step that you take. And what you are not taking into consideration is that control is an illusion. We do not have control over anything. You operate in an illusion of control that you have created for yourself. You think you're in control and that your life is a result of how well you have maintained control for yourself. But even if that is true, is that where you are happy and fulfilled? Or are you experiencing a sense of missed purpose and expression? If you are, you are allowing your fear of risk to drive your life. The risk I see here is bigger than any actual risk you may imagine up for yourself. The risk you face here is getting to the end of your life and realizing that now your days are numbered and there's no more time to take any more risk to do the things you want to do or to experience the achievement that comes from living a life all in and you look at it as if I wish I would have. A big part of my nursing career was about helping patients to reconcile their regret. It was so sad 
to watch some really amazing people face the end of their days. Sometimes, you know, because there was an accident or crazy illness that struck them, or maybe it was because it was their time, they were 90, 100 years old and leaving the earth. And they would say things like, I wish I had done this, or I wish I had said this, or I wish I went to live here. And it was in moments like these that I realized none of us are safe from risk because the ultimate risk is leaving this planet not having become the person you came here to be. And the only reason we don't actualize into our true potential is because we are afraid to. We are afraid to risk relationships, risk not being liked, risk our money, risk our credit score, risk being judged or ridiculed or even canceled, you know, being told no or maybe not being perceived as perfect or like what just happened to me on Instagram where I was literally shut down for what really does appear to be absolutely no reason doesn't make any sense to me. But again, I have no control over that. It is what it is. The one thing I do have control over is myself, my own energy, and my reaction to when somebody takes me off of Instagram. We think not getting what we want when we want it means we failed. And instead of being able to face that feeling of not having what we want when we want it, we avoid it altogether. Really, you risk even more than all those things combined when you don't live into your purpose and potential. You for sure fail when you get to the end of your working days and lie there in a deathbed full of regret. You fail when it is really over and you haven't lived into the potential that you are. And the only time it is really over is when you leave the physical earth. All right. So where does your fear of risk really come from? I have found four ways that the fear of risk seems to evolve for each of us. Now, you may have one of them. You may relate to all of them. But listen to these four different ways and see where you can kind of find yourself. Okay, we may have a history of making decisions either from a place of perceived bad timing or from a lack of self-trust that we feel has let us down some treacherous roads in the past. We may feel an increased risk energy because we don't know how to navigate the areas of life that seem risky and therefore we don't feel well equipped to take aligned action steps through the risk. We don't have a purpose that drives us and pulls us through any risk we may feel. Or we have an unhealthy attachment to control that keeps us from learning the navigation of risk for ourselves. And risk for me has always been something I've played with. Even as a small child, my parents were always telling me to be careful. And the overwhelming theme in my life was don't step foot out of the house without a care. I'm not joking. Without a careful consideration of all the ways you could actually die leaving the house. 
everything was to be feared from my parents' perspective. Like if I made new friends, if it was time to start driving, to spending money or saving money or creating money, you name it, everything to my family was a risk. And it wasn't just like, you know, like we can learn about this risk and let's, you know, like let's learn how to navigate it. It was like, oh no, you'll die. Like that was literally the energy behind anything that I did in my life in the viewpoint of my parents. And I have always been the person who followed the thing that felt fun. And like to people like my parents, following the thing that felt fun was risky. They never learned how to do that for themselves. I was following my sacral before anyone knew it was a thing. And I always managed to find my way through the risk to the other side. And in all my experience with risk, like having a child so young and not knowing how I was going to actually make money to feed the child and everything I've learned in my human design journey and along this entrepreneurial path that I am now on is that risk is an absolutely necessary part of your evolution. You can't grow into your potential without risking something. You will always be risking something. Whether you go for it, say yes or say no, show up or don't, the risk is always there. You just have to decide which consequences you are willing to risk more. I help my clients navigate risk by teaching them the importance first of trusting themselves. You can navigate anything when you trust yourself. This takes time. It really can't be forced, but it must be felt. And once it's felt, it is never forgotten. So we look straight at the strategy and authority that you have, and we develop an intimate relationship with it. The energy you carry will guide you into exactly where you are meant to be. And it is when we try to force something or avoid something that allows for things to turn out haywire in our life, like chaotic. And it really took me a good year to really deeply trust the sacral of mine, like with really big decisions. I took time to feel into it first by trusting it with little baby step decisions, listening to the energy there, and then I would follow it without question. And because I developed it on a lower scale, in a lower scale way in the beginning, it was able to support me in my bigger, riskier, and I, you know, parentheses around riskier steps I was taking later on in my business. And the scariest most riskiest thing I ever did in my business was to invest. I took every last penny out of my savings account, single mom, hoping and praying on a business, and I invested it into my business coach. And many of you have heard the story over and over again. I had to cocoon myself in my bed for hours after that investment was made because my nervous system was so uncomfortable. The risk I was taking was that if I didn't follow and listen to my authority, I would never be able to help others navigate theirs. And I would never really know the full impact of living a life according to my design could offer me. 
I didn't see it as I'm risking money. I chose to see it as I'm risking living a life of nonsense and getting to the end of it wishing I would have. So that combined with a deep level of self-trust allowed me to do the thing that yielded me a $300,000 business in one year. And I have come to the conclusion that the only reason I am able to clear abnormal profit results so quickly is because I face risk and I move through it quickly. I don't waste time in indecision or indulging in any fear. I use my courage and my energy of commitment as my primary motivating factor. And I do it daily, even when it doesn't feel convenient. I know that the fear of risk will always be there because I'm ultimately trying to control something I can't control. And the reward for relinquishing the need to control my outcome has a pattern of yielding lots of money. And I want lots of money, so I do this daily. Now, we have all seen firsthand what people in authority are doing with our destiny, really. Our systems are broken and crumbling down around us more each day. No one can determine what is riskier. You know, mask or no mask, jab or no jab, stay home or not. There are people in authority who don't spend a second thought on what their immediate decisions risk to the people around them. They are acting out of their own need to control their environment and financial supply. The financial system as we know it is losing its once world-recognized stability. And if we don't start learning how to find our own stability, we will be allowing ourselves to go down with it. It is riskier to depend on someone else for your needs to be met. It is risky to allow governments and corporations to determine what your family needs to ensure safety, health, and financial prosperity. I put all my effort and energy into becoming a licensed registered nurse. I saw the nursing career as a safe, dependable corporate career. I went through years of schooling and following the rules that were placed on me only to be told when I stood up for the safety of my fellow nurses and our patients that because I was a risk to them and their bottom line, that everything that I had spent years perfecting and following all the rules in order to, you know, have the licensure, all of that meant nothing when it actually came up against the real threat that was to be considered, which was their financial bottom line. I was shown very quickly how my license could get tarnished overnight and used against me when I became a risk to the very corporation who hired me 
and felt so strongly about my ability to do a job well and save lives in the first place. There is no certain safety in over-educating ourselves, getting the certifications, applying and getting the licenses, making sure the 401ks are maxed out, our credit scores, even investing in the best laid out investment strategies. Like just like there's no certain safety in driving to the grocery store, flying across country or any stock options, you cannot control what others are going to determine is necessary for you. The risk we choose to involve ourselves in must be done with a strategy and a process. Once we develop this process for ourselves, then we must take aligned action on it daily. That is how we build our nervous system up, increase our magnetism, and learn to trust ourselves for the future risks we are going to be faced with. Remember, you are always protected by your highest, most expanded self. There really is no risk when you choose to believe that there is an energy of highest intelligence looking out for you at all times. What would your life look like if you believed that no matter what happened, what decision you made, or how much money you did or did not have, that you were safe at all times? How would you run your life then? You don't worry about having enough air to breathe when you breathe. You just trust that when your body takes its next breath, when it needs another fulfillment of oxygen, that the oxygen will be there. And I have yet to find anyone who actually ran out of toilet paper. Everyone was consuming the toilet paper in a hurry because they were all fearful of the risk of running out. Like they wouldn't know what to do with themselves if the toilet paper actually ran out. Large masses of society were in a hurry to control something they feared. The biggest fear they had was running out of toilet paper. I don't know. It wasn't a thing for me. I remember thinking, well, I mean, worst case scenario, I could cut up old blankets and sheets and use them as toilet paper. Like I didn't rush out and buy up all the toilet paper I could. I trusted myself to deal with this pandemic the way I have in times past, using my strategy and my authority and allowing my energy to guide me to safety and security in each moment. Evaluate the risk in front of you and consider the worst case scenario playing out. What is the thing you are most afraid of happening? Most of us can go down the rabbit hole quite a ways and we find ourselves at really the fear of, you know, being homeless without food or money and ultimately dying. If you believed in a universe that was life-supporting and always working for you, would you think that dying or becoming homeless would be the next best option for the expansion and expression of your soul? Allowing that to happen would not be adhering to the universal law of more life. 
universal laws are not up for discussion. They aren't only available to some people some of the time. They are available to us all, all of the time. The law of gravity doesn't care who or what you are. If you are jumping off a building, you will fall to your death. It doesn't alter its energy or the way it works to accommodate you because you are more educated or have a higher dollar amount in your 401k. It works the same no matter what. When you create a strategy around the risk you take, you can evaluate the risk from a rational, non-emotionally reactive place. And this will allow you to assess the risk and the potential danger or threat that may seem to associate itself with the risk from a perspective of self-assuredness. When you avoid risk or find yourself taking excessive risk, you are allowing fear to drive your actions. Either way, you are acting out of the fear of not being in control of the outcome. Too much risk can literally put your life or health in danger. Just like not developing risk tolerance will allow for the slow deterioration of your creative life force energy, which also leads to health and physical issues. Developing a risk assessment strategy doesn't mean you go on an endless search researching pros and cons. It means you stick to your plan and time frame and then trust your intuitive energy and your higher self to keep you safe along the way. Come up with some non-negotiables. These are something you're not willing to sacrifice in order to take a risk. Like when I would not, I was not willing to take the hike on Angel's Landing. Like just that thought of, okay, that could be how I would choose to die is no, I didn't come here for that. I'm not even going to chance it. I don't even want to stretch to do that. I'll risk something else. So ask yourself, what are you willing to stretch yourself towards? And what are you not willing to stretch yourself towards? I have never been willing to put a second mortgage on my home for any coaching relationship I created. It was just one of those things that I was hearing this big buzz when I was when I was looking to work with a business coach. I was hearing this buzz and one of the coaches I wanted to work with was multiple six figures to work with. And I knew he could get me the result. But a non-negotiable for me was I'm not taking a second out on my house. And I was new to this whole, you know, investing in myself game. So that felt really scary to me in the beginning. My level of risk tolerance in the beginning was that was off the table for me. It was just a level of scary that I was not willing to face. So now I'm in a different place with my risk tolerance and in investing in myself. Like I completely trust my sacral and I know I am never left without anything I need. So now investing 25 to 50 to $100,000 in my business is just something I do regularly. And when the time comes to invest, I don't even give it a second thought. I just do it knowing that the money I invested is already on its way back to me in bigger ways than I can imagine on my own. I know this because I've played with a pattern of investing in myself over and over again. This is how it works and how it will always work. You get to decide your risk tolerance. It isn't something that just happens to you. 
Sure, you have reasons for the energy of risk to feel the way it does for you, but only you get to choose to indulge in them or not. Surround yourself with people who routinely take risks in a responsible and mature way. Being around a community of like-minded risk takers will allow your nervous system to relax into the fact that risk-taking is a normal part of life. I pay to be in the room with people who are taking bigger risks than I am. I take the examples of what others are doing and I put my courage and wisdom behind it in my own life. I watch the risks they take. I evaluate the risk tolerance I have for myself and then I take aligned action. Your subconscious only needs to see a few people doing or having the life you want to know that it is possible for you. The only thing in your way of allowing risk to be a natural part of the process is your ego. That part of your psyche that is afraid of failure, judgment, and ridicule because it literally thinks that failure is death. The discomfort that comes along with taking risks is normal. It is supposed to feel uncomfortable to take risks. If it wasn't uncomfortable, you wouldn't be invested in the outcome. If it wasn't risky to go all in on your business and express your way of service to the world in a way that gets you paid, every single person in the world would be doing it. Most people are not taking risks. Most people are allowing the fear of risk to keep them small and unexpressed. Most people know they have a dream and a purpose and can't get out of their own way in order to bring it to the world. Do you want to be like most people? Are you looking to live a life of average? Are you okay with getting to your deathbed and realizing that the risk you were so afraid of taking was the one thing that would have yielded you the life you desire? Are you okay with getting to the end of your days here on earth and realizing you didn't live into your purpose and there's no more time for you to do it? The way to get good at taking risks and to feel confident around its energy is to first walk through the feeling of failure. Failing is the only way we learn to do it better the next time. Surrounding ourselves with people who are further along the road than we are in the risk-taking journey is the way we ensure that our failure will be less and even avoided. We can navigate risk with intelligence and ask for help from the ones who have been there before. And then we feel like we can trust ourselves as they lead the way. The biggest risk we take is in investing in ourselves. And I believe it is this way because we are really never told that 
putting money into the development of our personal growth and expansion of our spiritual and soul awareness and going all in our going all in on our purpose is the fastest way to increase our magnetism and to get the universe's attention and to really get get us living in the life that we want to live because no one taught our parents or our teachers that either. So when you invest in yourself, you are literally taking a chance on you. And if you felt you were a sound investment, you wouldn't think twice about doing it. If a realtor that you trusted told you that if you were to buy a house for $200,000 and you could turn around and sell it immediately for $300,000, providing you with a $100,000 profit in maybe just a few short months, you would do whatever it took to make that investment happen. Because you trust the investment of the house will make good on itself. You're trusting the house will pull through and yield you an extra $100,000. When you don't invest in yourself, you're afraid because you don't trust yourself to create the results you expect. And that's okay. If you haven't created results before, how can you trust yourself to create something that you've never done before? So the best way to create results that you've never done before is to start creating them today. You develop that trust in yourself now. You just need to stop indulging in what ifs and start taking action. You find your courage and you begin to feel what a sense of self-trust feels like. And you keep investing over and over until you get exactly what you want. So aren't you a risk that you are willing to take? I mean, I can't think of a better, more sound risk than the one of investing in ourselves. We can most definitely control the outcome of taking that risk. The process I take my clients on from the application call through the investment they make with themselves down to the actual learning of their wealth codes is one I created on purpose. I purposely created an application process that asks you to take a risk on yourself and step into unknown territory using your courage and your power from the very beginning. I did that because I know the power of momentum behind aligned action. And I want each of my clients to feel that also. And I get people all the time who cancel their application appointments or reschedule them because they know the process I have in front of them will call them forward in a big way. They will be asked to step into the person who takes a risk on themselves. My clients are coming into a relationship where risk is looked at, evaluated, and dealt with. All the women I invite into a private relationship with me and who I accept appreciation in the form of money from are delivered results that they 
up until meeting me have only wished for. They are feeling their authority with an unmistakable rush, sometimes for the first time. And they are listening to their soul in a very big way. They are finally allowing their energy to take the lead and trusting it. I have had clients tell me that the application process in itself was worth the entire investment of working with me because up until that moment, they hadn't felt the certainty of their authority. Like they had just read about how it worked, kind of formulated a, an idea in their head about how it worked, but until they felt it, they really didn't know what it felt like or how to trust it. I don't go into a paid relationship with anyone who I don't know with 100% certainty I can help. And that is why the universe keeps sending me more and more of my fractal line. I am helping you guys learn to trust yourselves in your expression of your purpose. I am locking arms with some of the most incredible heart-centered women on the planet and helping them create the lives of abundance and freedom they desire. It's the most rewarding work. I don't even really call it work. I'm just so honored to be living into my purpose each and every single day and so grateful that I took a risk on myself and went all in on it because it's paying me back in ways that are way more valuable than money. Okay, so if you're ready to step into your purpose and you are looking for help navigating the risk you feel that you're taking by doing so, I have three spots open for my one-on-one coaching container. Right now, I am only working with a few women um, over a six-month period of time, and I do have a like Google Doc that I created with all the details. That's in the show notes. You can find out all the information and apply to work with me there if you want to experience an application process that will really call you forward in a big way. It's not scary unless you decide to make it scary. None of this is scary. Risk is necessary and it shows you who you are in such a big way. And if you have any questions around what that opportunity would look like for you specifically, we can chat more about that you know, via email or now on DM because I'm back on IG. So find me, ask me all the questions, decide for yourself that you are worth risking the investment in your purpose because you deserve to live a life where risk is seen as the doorway to the results you want to create. You have to take that step first, my friends. No one can do it for you. You are the only one who can take that risk on yourself. And I know it feels scary and uncertain. But when you take a risk on yourself, you hold yourself into the person you are here to be, the powerful person that you are actually here to express yourself as. And the rewards of living in that kind of power and alignment is so very sweet. I promise. Okay, my friends, until next week, here's to being wealthy through alignment. 
thank you for listening. And if you know someone who could benefit from using human design and universal law in their life, it would mean the world to me if you would take just a few seconds and share this podcast with them. It allows me to reach even more people with the message that abundance is our birthright. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to help get money in the hands of soul aligned entrepreneurs. When soul aligned entrepreneurs make money, we change the world in massive ways. Mm-hmm.